Post podcast. I'm your host, as always, Aaron Pym, and I'm the producer of the theatrical variety show, The Bedpost Sex Show. Here at the podcast, I like to invite guests and performers into the studio to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. And this week, I have a super special guest, showgirl, model, public speaker, media whore, Blair Ryder. Hi. Hello. Hi, Thank you for having me. My pleasure. I uh, started following you on Instagram. You have an amazing Instagram. Thank you. Thank you. She works very hard. She works very hard to keep everything going. My Instagram is fun. Not as fun as my real life, but I'm getting more on the actual posting. Like, I'm getting more involved. People usually have the opposite. Their Instagram uh, looks a lot more exciting Mm. than their regular lives. Well, yeah, I hear that a lot and I see it a lot. Um, (laughs) But, like, ever since I was 18, I was on a show, MTV Creeps, based off of being who you presented online. So I've always been a 100. Like, a 100%. (laughs) I'm way more fun in real life than I am online. So. Wow. That's amazing. And I'm still super fun online. And you're still super fun online. I was just going to say that because your Instagram is awesome. You do, like, you have a lot of really beautiful modeling shots. And, Thank you. Thank and you. I've yet to see you go out and perform. Yeah. But uh, I love to. What types of performing do you usually do? So, like, thank you for the compliment on my photos. <laughs> the recent welcome. ones are, like, David Cash. I've worked with Ian Compton. I've worked with, like, a lot of really great people who have, like, been in my corner, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but my performance style would be, like, more showgirl, kind of, mm-hmm. on the on the wavelength of drag. Like, you zhuzh up yourself. You're a, a bigger version of yourself in my idea of performance. Mm-hmm. So, like, I define that more as showgirl. I produce a lot of the stuff I do perform, and I perform for other people in their events sometimes, but mm-hmm. I love plugging myself. I'm into, the same way. Exactly. I'm Plug yourself way. into the show. Give yourself a gig. Create your own work. C- create it. Yep. And like, um, I do Fleek Show, which is a 420 drag cabaret. Yep. Um, at the Underground, which is it's going on its third installment, June 22nd. It's the Pride Edition. Mm-hmm. Um, I just released Stunt, which is a trans and ally dance party. Yes. Um, thank you. It was really, really successful. Are you um, a dancer too? Well, I do dance. I, I, I have always said, like, I'm not a dancer, I'm not a dancer, as in, like, I am not a formally trained dancer, but I will death drop, I will take my body from yes. zero to dead for dancing. <laughs> like, I love, I love giving it. I give more energy, like, I'm definitely not, like, Korean rap. Right, but yeah. But I can do it, you know? <laughs> so, like, You're voguing. Yeah, if anyone vo- that can't see vo- it, a yeah, lot of voguing's going on right now. Even on my old podcast, it was like... <laughs> Okay, Blair, you know they can't see him. Like, <laughs> they can feel me. <laughs> they can feel this yeah, voguing feel through the, the microphone. <laughs> so, yeah, that's kind of... It's more of, um, especially my productions and myself included in that performance style of what I like to hire. I like variations of drag or burlesque or singers. And, and that means to me somebody who's literally in their own lane. Great. Somebody who's cre- the, in the men- mentality of creating their own work. Being their own... Their own artist. Entity. Their own 
everything. Like, they can solely rely on themselves. They're creative. They're unique. They have the understanding of what I'm trying to attain in my work, mm-hmm. which is creating a world for all of us. Everybody and to literally come be inclusive. Not like, and I'm not, like, going to belittle the all lives matter. It is a literal concept. All lives do matter. Mm-hmm. But, like, to actually engage and to bring said all lives <laughs> together and have a great fucking time. Yeah, yeah. I'm into it. Uh, you mentioned very briefly you did a podcast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Tell so me I'm a bit about family. that. Yeah. Um, and the my, podcasting family. Yes. Um, it was actually one of my, like, and to anyone listening that I've worked with in some which way, I love you to pieces. For But for my own self, the podcast <laughs> was a huge outlet. A yeah. Huge outlet for oh, me. yeah. It is for um, me too. And it <laughs> did go on. It went on for six episodes. Um, I know that doesn't sound long, but in in all the fields I've been in, like just to drop that little tag is like really sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um. It was just. Oh, I. It was called Blair Knows Best. Mm-hmm. Um. It was a. More of along the lines of interviewing. I spent like weeks on every interview with every person. Wow. I had um Esther Deville, burlesque performer. We all know yeah. and love her. She's yeah. fantastic. Uh, costume with the word where it's like they make she makes clothes and pasties and all these lovely things love it um i had a person who worked at oasis aqua lounge while they were pregnant mm-hmm. i had a male parlor worker who experienced sexual assault and i had Amazing. billy black uh the drag king Amazing. and we talked about life and sex positivity and like I definitely recall your podcast from when I was in those kind of when in those environments and doing that kind of work. Yeah. So I'm like, that sounds amazing. I want you to continue doing it. Yeah. And actually, like, thank you because um, a network has actually reached out. Yeah. And I like not gonna lie, like I reached out as well and said like I I'm familiar with your your brand your company Mm -hmm. and they said if um. I would like to revive my show yes. to give them a call to talk. So nothing confirmed. <gasps> but not you gonna, might have a sponsor. But or, I would or... like to. I would like to not have the the production burden on that side of podcast. I'm like of podcasting because I'm not a techie person. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm, can produce mm-hmm. a show. I can produce a concert. I can produce anything. Mm-hmm. Computer's not my gig. <laughs> Computer's not my gig, so... Oh, there are so many times I get so frustrated. I'm using, like, the most basic audio program, and there are so many times where I just... I want to throw it out the fucking window, and and I just can't figure it out. Like, there are so many times... Okay, I don't know what I press sometimes on this thing. Sometimes I just press in this one area, Mm -hmm. and it fucking changes everything. And if I haven't saved saved my editing in the last 15 minutes, like, I just need to... Because, like, I do not know how to fix it. I do the same thing, like, every, like fourth or fifth podcast I edit, I do this one thing and I have no idea how to fix it. And it's like, and where I have to did close you it. go? Yeah. Narnia, what is you? Where the fuck am I right now? <laughs> and I always have to just close it and go back to my last save. And yeah. I could have lost like an hour's worth of yeah. work. But I still do this yeah. fucking day. I do not know how to fix when I press this one mm-hmm. thing. Like, No, it's, it's like, I would, <laughs> I would pay attention. And basically what, like the person I did work with who was like producing the show with me and for me, mm-hmm. um, it was just, like, all I could do was listen to what was done and ask for re-edits and here and there and, like, make my notes and whatever. And that's the most technological that I got. That you got it. Because yeah. it's not my gig. And, like, I like to, like, outsource skill and outsource talent from yeah. people that, like, I know. And, like, if I don't have that skill, I'm going to find someone who does. Yes. And build a team. And that's what I really liked. Yeah. But that team just cost me too much money. I so, know. And because, it, I, mm-hmm. you know, if you need something, you have to handle it, and, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it was just, it was, 
too much that I took on too soon while I was doing too many other things. I hear you. I'm the queen and of doing too many things at once. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like <laughs> then to now, I definitely, like, now that the opportunity has kind of come up again, mm-hmm. I'm definitely interested in going for it and taking a different angle in this Blair knows best. I would love that. I would love that. Yeah, I'm the same way. Like, my partner Matt just mentioned to me, like, yesterday, he's like, when's the last time I picked you picked up your guitar? And I was like... I, honestly, a year. Honestly, <laughs> I would have to relearn it to, mm-hmm. if I picked it up, I would, it's been so long and I had so little skill Unless to begin with. Unless guitars strings where it's like a computer keypad <laughs> yeah. because it's basically what you are on now. It's like yeah. the podcast and the computer. Oh, fuck. And I'm, it's, it's so just because you, I have to, you have to cut things out, right? Like yeah. I'm doing so many other things that command my attention. It's yeah. like, you can't keep them all. And just like you were saying, yeah. the podcast had to go. I was like, the that was, for me, that was the one thing that had to go. I'm like, yeah. I can't, I just can't keep it up. <laughs> Keep it yeah, up. Yeah, couldn't keep it up. And, like, in this gig, in this game of any type of entertainment, yeah. like, even if it's self-produced or self-made, it's a lot of work to to even just get it onto the internet if you put in as much effort as I see that you do with yours. And yeah. I feel I did with mine. Yeah, yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all a lot of work. Even more so if you're self-producing everything. Yeah, if it, you're doing everything. Yeah, so. like, I'd be up at 9 in the morning going to bed at 3 yeah. The next morning, yeah. just writing interviews, and, like, it just comes off as smooth, and, like, it's an interview, but no, like, it took even a lot before of work. it got to the computer, recording, it was so much better. Yeah, I And I you. loved it. Yeah. It was crazy work. Well, it was, I hope <laughs> you do get to do it again. I want to. I think that'd be super fun. So, let's talk about sex. Let's okay. talk about sex. Yeah, let's what? talk about the elephant in the room. Let's talk clearly. about... <laughs> we're in my bedroom. Let's... <laughs> the sheets are in the dryer. And it's, the duvet is on top. On top, just to cover the bare <laughs> mattress. Yes. At least you're accommodating. Just, like, yeah, we got, we got in and I was like, oh yeah, I'm washing my sheets. Yeah. I'm just going to put this over top. Yeah, I'm not gonna let you put your. I'm not gonna let you lay your back down on just my bed. You can lay down on the design flare. <laughs> yeah. At least have that. At least have the you. cover over yeah. top. Um, what What is your What's like your sex philosophy? Do you have one? What's your opinion and decision and view on sex? I have a really particular idea on sex. I really like that as a 23 year old woman when I have experience by choice and with my creative brain has allowed me to develop this really interesting opinion on sex, the discussion, the doing, Mm -hmm. consent and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm very literal, like, you know, yes and no. Yes means yes, no means no. And like, I'm not about the chasing kind of thing, but in my life, like I have dated professionally and I use that term very very literally, I've dated professionally, I've mm-hmm. done adult film, mm-hmm. I was number three in the country in the Groovy Network. That, thank you. And representing all over the world because it was an American network. Wow. Wow. Um, thank you. I, I, and I feel like, not, not that I felt disrespected or respected by them, but through myself and my own choices in that industry, mm-hmm. I felt I held myself in a way that was very respectable. Mm-hmm. I used my voice and my platform while I was in that industry, especially because, mm-hmm. like, after two years of being on Canadian Tea Girl, um, it was, they had 
downsized to have lesser sites, but offered a lot of the main models their own sites through mm. Model Centro, which Playboy uses. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I will gladly promote that and promote their, that, you know, their company, even though I'm no longer attached to them professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and, like, just that experience, because, like, I was so comfortable with myself, my sexuality, and my, my comfort levels, mm-hmm. and what I knew, and knew what I wanted. So doing that, I was like... It was much more than just, like, I could do porn. It was like, no, I'm choosing to do adult film. Mm -hmm. I want to do it, and I know I can take this and do what I need to do in life for myself and for others. Mm -hmm. So what did that, what does that look like then? What does that look like is, um, I'm unfortunately, um, not unfortunately, fortunately really, really mature when it comes to sex. Like, Mm -hmm. it's, I literally just, it's naively mature where it's like sweet and my my uh, my idea of sex is very innocent and it's like you know like it should be based off of just like people wanting and like together and it should be good in rose-colored glasses Mm -hmm. but like I'm really about consent I don't know how to actually word it I'm just (laughs) really like a good person especially when it comes to sex that's like, I the most it. important place to be a good yeah, person. I respect <laughs> it. I res- I love talking about it. Like mm-hmm. I love learning about like different experiences. Like I'm just completely an open book and I know that doesn't sound original, but like not not everybody can really claim that. Claim like and actually live by example. Yeah. And like I don't deny my adult film. People have shown it to me in in a way of trying to somehow Make shame me you? feel lesser without even directly shaming, and I'm like, and what? Like, what? I, I did that. There. Like, I'm my pro- mother knows. Like, who the fuck do I have to worry about? I yeah. wanted to be there. Yeah. How did you get there in your life? <laughs> to adult film. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I was. I kind of entered entertainment through politics. Mm-hmm. Um. I. It was the first transgender student mayor in Barrie. Wow. Thank you. And I and I got a lot of um, public attention through that. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically because my, like, way of speaking and my outfits was a lot more vulgar, I would say. Just with, like, my <laughs> words. My wording. Because you're a teenager, right? Like, you really don't give a fuck. Like, <laughs> you really actually don't. And it, that was perfect for me. Mm-hmm. So, like, I did that. And then it kind of carried on into, like, public speaking and, like, interviewing and doing all these kind of... Things in the public eye. Yeah, media-esque mm-hmm. person. Like, mm-hmm. I was just mm-hmm. there. And like, a uh, strong presence. Like yeah, a and, like, I still... I just actually pl- recently interviewed with the first newspaper that interviewed me for Barry Pride, we'll, but we'll get there in a second. Um, <laughs> we'll get to the bookends. Yeah, we'll get to the bookends. <laughs> so, like, um, I did that, and I got involved in, like, modeling and mm-hmm. um, more public speaking and just being, like, kind of an advocate, mm-hmm. kind of, like, a positive light in a way not being some messiah stuff but like just being there being present being a positive role model and for myself because i needed what i didn't have Mm -hmm. and i wanted to be there for others Mm -hmm. so then mtv came along i was on mtv creeps like i had mentioned when Mm -hmm. i was 18 i'm now 23 Mm -hmm. um so i was on that show and it was great i was on four episodes which Mm -hmm. not a lot of people could say (laughs) i can definitely say i was one of the fans I was the fan favorite. Everyone else is really kind of boring. <laughs> really sweet people. Really sweet people. Just not just TV boring. People. They're not. They shouldn't have been there. <laughs> a lot of them shouldn't have been there. And I can only remember Sabelle and 
Barbie, and I feel like they were the most exciting. Anyone who is actually, and Raimi, anyone who's actually my friend from the show, just know I still love you. But, <laughs> like, but everyone else. But some people, they're yeah, not they're cut out not, for. And like, this is me like sitting on a microphone talking to you about my life, right? So clearly I have something to vouch for. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. So like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, I just, they're good people, just not, shouldn't have been there. Yeah. But anywho, I was on that show. <laughs> it was super, super fun. It was a really, if you were there to be a part of the, like, the funniness of it, because, like, it's a show based off of who you are online, <laughs> it was really a weak concept. But <laughs> I was there and I signed up, right? So I had a lot of attention. My episodes aired a lot. Somebody had contacted me and said they were a huge fan, like, they were also a trans person. Mm-hmm. And just, like... Telling me that, you know, oh, I'm an adult model, like, I do mm. this. But, like, it was just, like, cool. Like, I love all people. Like, you do what you do. And, mm-hmm. you know, I used to write scenes under my sheets when I was 15 years old. Like, <laughs> like erotica? Yeah. Like, <laughs> writing scenes, like, so-and-so, line, so-and-so, line, so-and-so, action. Like, like a lit- screenplay. Like a script. Like, like I, a script, I, yeah. I love it. I was so into that. And, like, just to talk about it, I was like, that's really cool. Like, I'd love to maybe... See if you could connect me with your company, given that I have this platform currently and all this stuff. I know I can make probably more money than you, but, (laughs) and also, like, I've wanted to be there, like, since I was writing at 15 porn, like, it's kind of like, when it comes up, it's not like it's a, oh, like, I could do it. No, it's, I wanted to do it. I've been thinking about doing something like this. Yeah, and this isn't a story that a lot of people have. Like, I actually wanted to do it. Like, I had asked the porn star... To, to hook me, me up. On, re- on reality television, after that I auditioned for Big Brother, I almost beat Gary Glitter to get on the show, but <laughs> he had the glitter in his pockets. I didn't. I sat there on the tour and tried to be like, I'm a seasoned reality show girl. Like, I don't need this. <laughs> but, like, I was into it. I wanted to fucking be there, but Gary beat me. Good for you and never take selfies of me in that private room again, you little bitch. But it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> That's a story for another day. But anywho, after that, it was like, it was still like I wanted to do it. So she connected me. I'm talking to the company. Mm-hmm. And it it just fell into place. It literally was like, say your dream way of a job kind of unfulding mm-hmm. and it going. Where so you, you went in there. Yourself. They loved you. They You were actually, great. They did like me. Mm-hmm. They did know who I was. But they didn't think I was going to sell. And neither did oh. I. And neither did I, and it was not offensive when my first scenes came out, and I was number three, and I stayed there, and I fucking, number three is my favorite number. I didn't need to be number one, because number one, like Drag Race, never has the most success (laughs) after. So I'm okay with being number three. I'm okay with with being a door. I'm okay with being a door Delano. A door Delano. Hey, she's got a great career. And she's amazing at what she does. And she's an artist. But why did, why did you, why did they think you were going to sell and why did you agree with them? Well, why? Because my body doesn't represent the fetishized version, version of, of a trans person people. in porn. Of, of, of a, a person in porn and specifically a trans, a trans person, person in, in porn. porn. So they were unsure, let's say that. We were hmm. all, and me from a business perspective, I was like, before that I spent a while thinking of a, not branding, but, like, thinking of how I would present myself, what I would vibe, and what would I, what would I give out. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't have big breasts. I actually am size training bra, <laughs> as you can see, and I'm very proud of my body. <laughs> I'm very tight. Wearing tiny, a very like, cute dress right now. Thank you. It's my Miss Universe dress. <laughs> I love it. You've seen it a lot on Instagram, I believe. It's, it's great. very cozy. Yeah. Um, but it's it was just it was the literal stigmas of a porn watcher. Sure. Yeah. So it was like I don't have these big tits. I don't yeah. have, you know, I don't know, like my my big tits is a lot of uh, it. Yeah, I guess big tits. <laughs> big I don't tits have these. I don't it, really. have you know a filled face, and that's not the idea of a trans person or a person in porn, but anyone in entertainment or adult film, anything like that. Like there's pressure to look. Yes. Super, super certain, and thank God I have, like, a youthful look to myself. Yes, you do. But that isn't, like, that's, it wasn't the point. Like, it wasn't going to give me success just because I'm young and cute. Right. Looking, right? Right, right. So, like... Not in the porn world. Yeah, and and people, that's why the stigma just kind of needs to go away, because, like, we're there. Like, it's a literal environment to work in, and you, just like everyone else, we are picked for certain things, and, like my personality kind of sold me. Like, they wanted yeah. me to do a lot more interviews in the in the scenes. Yeah. Because they started doing that after a while. And I'm like, why do you want me to talk so much? Like, I don't get it. And it's not that I don't want to talk. I do that for a living. Yeah. But I'm like, cool. Like, I like pizza. Like, what do you want? <laughs> what do you want me to say? What do you want me to say? <laughs> so that became my shtick. Like, not that I, like, ever did a scene with pizza or food. <laughs> Which, there's a story there that I turned down, but who wouldn't? <laughs> I love my salads and I don't want to taint them. Like, I can't look at a salad ever the again. Same. If I If I had done that one scene that I said no to, I would never be able to eat a salad again. <laughs> it would have been a life changer. Yeah, no, I'd have to stick with pizza. <laughs> so, you're, so you're doing, like... Third, you're saying you're kind of yeah, third on the chart. Three, third rate. Yeah, <laughs> third rate. Third, third rate, rate porn whore. star. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, and then what from there? From there, it was just like I kept going. I was doing the scenes. I really only had to work once or twice a month. To wow. Pay my expenses. Yeah. And it was it was nice. It was like it was, and I felt like I was doing something because I could engage online and look like for more. For more, mm-hmm. like through the, because I like to work all the time. Mm-hmm. So, and with, you enjoyed the atmosphere, the environment. Yeah, like it was um, the pro- other actors. Yeah, the... it was pro amateur, so like mm-hmm. it wasn't cam and it wasn't like low budget, but it was a so relatable weird. setting. Okay. It was an approachable setting, um, and the few people I did scenes with that were a partner in that scene, mm-hmm. which was maybe three or four, mm-hmm. uh, my fans loved me solo. Mm-hmm. Which was funny because everyone else they wanted to see what? have sex, <laughs> but me they didn't want me to be with anybody. So they else. wanted to see you talk. Yeah, they and they to wanted to see you just perform by yourself. Not. Yeah, just like just be there. Yeah, just, just be there. Spare the money yeah. and just be there. I'm like cool, mm-hmm. cool guys. So with that, it was like it was picking up momentum. My following was growing, and I'm not the the person to be like oh like. I had 20,000 followers, but zero dollars in my bank account. Like, <laughs> I I chased my success. Were you working it? Yeah, I work good. and work and work and work, and I... It's not about having money, and but it's about, like, not relying on the fame or the attention and getting caught up in the excitement of adulation. Mm-hmm. I wanted to sustain myself, and I wasn't going to do anything if it wasn't going to keep me 
comfortable because mm-hmm. I've been on my own since 15. So, like, mm-hmm. I was kind of also chasing... Um, security? Security. Mm-hmm. Financial security. And I was security. getting it. Yeah. And I knew I want. And it wasn't anything that I sacrificed myself mentally or physically, anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, as I was doing exactly what I wanted in all the industries I wanted to be in, whether people knew or not, I could care less. Mm -hmm. I started reaching out to certain environments like Oasis Aqua Lounge. Mm -hmm. I called them up and I walked on in and I'm like, I'm Blair Ryder. I want to host parties here. Yeah. And I wanted to, to really get myself out there. Um, the first few absolutely tanked, like not tanked, (laughs) like they were successful nights, but I tanked. If I went into that little lamp light they put in front of me, you could see the bullets. Like, Oh, no. But I wanted so much. I still do. I'm still a very eager person. You know what? I actually taught my first uh, workshop at Oasis, yeah. like, last week. Oh, my God. It was nerve-wracking. Oh, my yeah. God. Like, it went well. Everything yeah. went great. Like, I'm. Sh- it yeah. all went great. Like, but, oh, my fucking God, mm-hmm. was I, like... Nervous inside, yeah. like, and I'm I'm good with pe- performing in front of people exactly. as well. So I'm sure it came off totally but fine. You had the heat in that space there, and it's oh my like, god, I, I would show in... up in full beat and like full clothing. I'd be the only dressed person. I'd be like in a Betsy Johnson. You'd be gown. dying, and I'm like outside. They're like, you smoke a lot. I'm like, half the time I'm out there, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was the in the perf- yeah, I was in the performance space, and mm-hmm. we were doing full choreo. Like, I was teaching girls a oh full number, and we were all dying. We were just, we were waiting to get in that pool. Yeah. Like, oh, my God. I'm like, I should have choreographed this number way shorter. Yeah, no, exactly. Because <laughs> we're dying. It's crazy hot in there, and, like, not even because of <laughs> the people. It's really fucking hot. It's just the temperature is hot. It's warm and toasty. And, like, thank God for those five girls that just stuck it out me teaching this like three minute long routine like a long routine and they all stuck it out we're all dying of heat and like oh my god oh my god good for them yeah right good Good for for them them. tell them i send them my love trying to find the word the word love yeah so i used to i used to host events there and just kind of like they were my first space that I really worked with. I also worked nice. with Super Wonder Gallery when they were on Bloor Street. Ooh, yeah, I know, I know, um, do you know Vivi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I perform yeah. with Vivi a lot. Yeah, she's a gem of mine, a really good friend. We were actually working on an event a couple yeah. months back, and, like, we both got so busy that it's on hold, but maybe mm-hmm. next February her and I will have Ooh. that ready to go. If you're listening, Vivi, I'll give you a call, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so I did a, a handful of events with them, and I reached out, and a lot of people were, like, they knew I was so lacking, but, I like, in regards to hosting, because I was really coming into my own in those years, too, outside of knowing what I was doing. It takes a while. Yeah, to really know yourself, and I thought I did, but I was, like, I knew I was still... Putting the pieces together, yeah, like, there, struggling I, I love with puzzles, that. I love puzzles. <laughs> and I just kind of... Your life puzzle. <laughs> yeah, with Oasis, I felt like I really... Like, I, I definitely always had to ask to be acknowledged on the event posters. I definitely had to, like... And this is a little bit of shade, but it's my truth. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely had to ask to be acknowledged. And I felt like I don't care if I'm new at hosting. I don't care if, like, you don't see me as a selling point or something as something but like i'm here and the respect wasn't so like i definitely after a while like was comfortable just like not hosting their events that i did there was very mm-hmm. few it was very few mm-hmm. but like they did host a birthday party for me like i definitely like appreciate that i got to have some experiences there and especially in the 
a, a very sex positive environment very, with yes. um just a few like they just need to tighten up the bolts on a few things but mm-hmm. like they're really they really have something going yeah in general I, they're doing a good like, job I really hope this isn't chopped up in a bit this part that no, I'm saying no of course like, not I really really do appreciate what I received from that space for myself and what I got out of it what I wanted mm-hmm. but I just wish that like now I think that like now that I know what I want to know what's needed and whatnot, I feel like yes. our communication could be a lot better. Yeah, I feel I run into yeah. that problem anytime but, I produce a new event yeah. with new people at a new space. Yeah. There's a lot of things that yeah. like you just kind I, of take for granted yeah. at old spaces doing old events that mm. you didn't communicate to mm. the new people at the new events yeah. and you run into communication uh-huh. problems like and that. Like, where well, you don't get exactly what you it, want and exactly. you're like, oh shit, I should have like been more upfront about exactly because the last the night I hosted was amateur porn night mm-hmm. and like I'm totally open to talking about it because it's like literally a wild situation <laughs> um it was porn Mike or whatever mm-hmm. Mike I forget his name porn for net something it was like just a really bogus website mm-hmm. he would always try like he was telling I was there to host and he was telling everybody that, like, I'm there to film, like, what I was going to do and everything. And I'm like, no, no. contract has been given <laughs> to me outside of being asked to host this party. <laughs> and it was like, that's against what I stand for. That's entirely not my thing. <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> yeah. no, no, absolutely not in front of everybody. When he was trying to, like, snag me into, like, saying yes, I'm like, uh, no. <laughs> and then, like... Oh, no, this was shortly after, but it had something to do with, like, the same kind of, like, just, like, sexual environment, mm-hmm. sexual things happening, whether it's a dom or a shoot, and then there's me mm-hmm. trying to get snaggled in, like, not mm-hmm. me wanting to be, but just being constantly Pulled. asked, and I'm like, this is not what I'm here for, mm-hmm. and then one time, I was in the club, and I think... I was hosting a thing, or it was my birthday thing, mm-hmm. and I had... Had I had KFC with my friend before we had went, <laughs> and I remember this because um, popcorn, chicken, and vomit is very specific. Ew. It's a very specific thing. So, like, by the time you get to Oasis, I'm already like puked out. Like, but I am so sick, like, but I don't cancel. Wow. Even if I'm late, I do not cancel. <laughs> it now, as an adult, it, when your body says no, your body says no. I wish I had just said no. Right. Because that night had completely destroyed our relationship, the oh, club no. and mine. But in my opinion, as in, I don't respect mm-hmm. just what had happened. Right. So, what had happened was. Yes. And, like, <laughs> so, what had happened was, <laughs> I was in the club, I couldn't even touch a drink. If I smelled alcohol, you were gonna. The second like you were done looking at me, you just spoke to somebody else for a minute. I'd be out of the room in the bathroom, puking up water. Oof. Like I was, and I was totally keeping it to myself. Like I was really, really sick. You're like, keeping was, it together. I was food poisoned. Like I was eating KFC and got food poisoning. Yeah. Like I was running to the bathroom and I was like dying. I'm like I'm sweating. I'm so hot. Like just keep giving me water because it's the only thing gonna keep me alive right now. And then. Like, I remember, like, Johnny B. Good was there, and he's drinking his drinks, and I was like, he's like, do you want a sip? Like, no, get away from oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I couldn't even. Couldn't even. And then I bumped into an old, dear person in my life who we actually worked with, um, an agency together, mm-hmm. um, Paper Princess. It was, like, an escort agency. Mm-hmm. So we worked with them, and it was lovely. 
But it had been several months since I had seen her. Okay. So she was there. It's like, oh, I heard you were going to be here. I really wanted to come and support you. And I'm like, awesome. Like, it's great to see you. Nice to blah, blah, blah. I got to go throw up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like, hi. I can't talk. I can't engage. I'm so ill. <laughs> oh, no. So so then, like, she... And she's also, like, a little high. She mm-hmm. was a little high, like, on drugs. Mm-hmm. She was on drugs. Mm-hmm. And she was there. This is where it gets a little not a little so messy. Funny, a little messy. A little messy. Because, like, now she's coming into the bathroom with me. Uh-uh. So now she... Uh, two people are constantly going to the bathroom together... For a few minutes oh, at a time. Oh, shit. And then coming yes. out together. Sure. Yeah. And then there's my friend who's holding my hair because the other one who was there to see me was too incoherent to hold my hair. So I'm incoherent because I'm sick. My friend's like, girl, like, just, I'm here, like, we're gonna finish your night and we're gonna go home. And we're gonna get out of here. I'll take care of you. And I'm like, thank you. And then... And then you have your high friend. <laughs> yeah, I have my high friend who I didn't even bring into the club. And then Master Tom was, like, demonstrating on her. And names are being dropped. Sue me. I don't care. <laughs> but, like, he was de- he was demonstrating on her, like, throughout the night. And that's, like, separate business. Not my thing. <laughs> but, like, I was told... I was doing drugs in the bathroom. Right. I was told I was, and she wasn't even doing drugs in the bathroom. She was just she really was fucked already up. fucked up. already on said drugs, mm-hmm. and there was no conversation. I'm not like, like I am so supportive of marijuana mm-hmm. and pot or green, whatever you want to call it. I'm I'm so offended if someone calls me that. It's because I know what addiction is. I know people in my life who really do suffer from that. And I've gone through phases where I've just lost control in my own life. So, like, to be told you were doing something you weren't doing, I was just like, but he demonstrated on her high. Like, they came together. Mm -hmm. I was just being greeted and taken care of, and no one would believe me. They requested I write a letter to the owner. Mm Mm-hmm. To explain myself, like, my side in a way of, like, because I wanted to maintain that relationship. Mm-hmm. And I was actually like, wait. After I read the letter where I'm like, my friend was high. I hadn't seen her in ages. Like, we already talked about this. Mm-hmm. After I wrote the letter, I'm like, you know what? I'm no not gonna, more. I'm not going to even. No fucking way. And, like, like I said, and I still stand by appreciating the opportunities they provided me and mm-hmm. that I reached out for. Mm-hmm. But I can't support that. Yeah. And that's my line. That's my boundary. Mm -hmm. And it was just baffling. So I started creating my own shit. There you go. I got into that production and that's where kind of adult entertainment finished for me. Mm -hmm. But I've never formally left. That's what I want to make clear. I've never formally left and I've never stayed. Right. (laughs) Nor have I stayed. Yeah. yeah, I'm doing my own thing. I am on a hiatus, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. An open-ended hiatus. Honestly, yeah. (laughs) That may never end. Contact me, me, maybe like Chi Chi LaRue or someone like really that I like really have admired their kind of work and their style and what they've gone through. Mm -hmm. That's what I would do adult film in. I wouldn't just do it to do it because like I still have a very high respect for myself Mm -hmm. and for my fans. Yeah, it sounds like you have a very specific type of work that you want to be doing yeah. and a certain specific way you want to present yourself yeah, in the media and everything. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Very much so. So unless it 
fits in with that, you're not going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. Because it's like it's holding myself to a standard which I can then preach. You yeah. Know? Yeah. And it's because I want to be at my standard. Like. Yeah. I and you want. Myself. Yeah. You want to be proud of all the work you yeah. do and you want to mm-hmm. be behind 100% backing behind everything you're doing. Yeah. Because like all even the projects, mother, everything. Even my mom, she's seen it. She's like, oh, like. Blair, like, I'm like, Mom, like, you know, my name's Rachel, and, like, that's <laughs> cool, like, <laughs> she's like, I, like, because she's seen the stuff that, like, they don't post the naked ones with, like, in samples, like, they okay. show clothes. So, like, so you just give her a sample. she saw, she would actually Google me because she stopped receiving updates of my work. I'm like, oh, I'm just doing shoots and stuff like that, and, like, I, you know, wasn't being very specific because I like to have that conversation in person. Sure, sure. So when she started doing her own Googleations, <laughs> it was like she's finding ah. all kinds of things. Yeah, like my ex boyfriend. Like at the time when we were together, he was in the back seat, and I get in the front, and like just before we we were having a conversation with my aunt, and she just turns her phone and shows me a picture <laughs> of like the the not provocatively looking mm. body just in clothes, and I'm like, mother, mother. <laughs> How dare you, you you filthy, filthy woman. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's really cool. And I like that, like, because I have that respect for myself, like, I can get that back. Like, it's, I can receive it back and more of an understanding because, like, not everyone in the environments I have been in are able to articulate that it's okay. Mm -hmm. Everything is cool. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. Let's take a quick break. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) We're going to be back with just a couple minutes with Blair Ryder. This episode has been brought to you by the worker owners of Come As You Are. Come As You Are has the peculiar distinction of being the world's only worker-owned cooperative sex shop. With feminist and anti-capitalist values, Come As You Are only carries sexuality products that they truly believe in at the lowest price possible. Enter coupon code BEDPOST when you check out at comeasyouare.com to receive a 15% discount. And don't forget that shipping on orders over $50 is free in Canada. That's B-E-D-P-O-S-T when you visit comeasyouare.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Bed Post Podcast. We're here with Blair Ryder. Hi. Yeah. It's so nice to be back after it's, this long break. Oh, it's so long. Too long yeah, that we've been apart. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. What, what is your favorite type of sex? Oh, my God. Well, currently I'm not having any. No? Yeah, Why not? I'm Why is that? Technically obstinate. But yeah. kind of because I'm, like, so focused on what I'm doing right now. Yeah. Like, is it consciously abstinent? Like, a choice? Con- yeah, I would or- say it's a choice, consciously abstinent. Um, not that I'm, like, holding off, but I'm just, like, not having promiscuous sex right now. Like, I'm not having hookups. Like, I'm kind of just, like, not waiting, but not not waiting. I'm just doing my thing, working, trying to stay focused, because sex... To any of us, when something is so great, can be a mild distraction. Or a major and distraction, I love, depending on how good it is. Yeah, I love men. Uh, specifically, I like penis. So, like, mm-hmm. whoever that penis is attached to, male or female, I'm not against. Mm-hmm. But I like a man with a penis yep. for my sexual taste. Yep. <laughs> and uh, then the list goes on. 
right. but I'm just kind of, it was really like I was, I've had a lot of sex personally and professionally, probably more personally than professionally. Um, and I love it. I love engaging. I love intimacy. I love exploring. I love talking and doing and knowing. Mm-hmm. But I got bored. I was, oh, you got bored. I got kind of bored. And like, it's just because like, I'm so open and expressive that like mm-hmm. I really want to kind of wait for someone who, even if they are a hookup, um, a poly partner, any kind of thing, which I'm open to exploring, but I'm I'll always been monogamous mm-hmm. in relationships. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just, but they've got to be up at your standards, kind my of? my standard of, like, just really actually wanting what they want, not what they're saying. Like, I don't, I don't like, and yeah. I haven't been misled, like, but, like, you know when people are just not... Not their authentic selves, yeah, kind of? Yeah, or, like, not knowing exactly what they want, so they say other things or whatnot. And I'm just, like, I'm 23 with a brain of, like, a way <laughs> older person if we're gonna go by stigmatized HSM. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, like, it's hard for me to date someone older, which I typically have. I date around, like, men who are 40, and, mm-hmm. like, that's what I've kind I've, of had. I've always dated older yeah, as well. But, yeah, but, like, dating my age, hear how I talk. Mm-hmm. Dating somebody my age who doesn't have the experiences I do or the work that I keep up with, like, they're probably in school. They're, they're not going to be, some, they're not going to keep up. They're not going to get it. They're not going to get mean? it. They're not going to just, they're, it's a totally different world. Mm-hmm. And then I date someone older, and they might feel lesser because I'm boom, 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 going, 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 trying to achieve what I want. And they're in their life, and they're content where they're at. But because they've had that go, go, go years, but they can see it and interpret it differently. Mm-hmm. As kind of like, oh, well, you're doing so much, you're so busy. Like jealous, kind of. Uh, or regretful, or... Second or res- place. Or resent. Second place. Resentful, they, yeah. I've, and it's a very specific example to be not literal about, so it is a literal example in my relationships. Like, <laughs> um, a lot of my partners have always felt second place, and if they ever listen to this, I know that now. Like, I... Because <laughs> I, I put myself second place to my work. Mm-hmm. So what I totally so they're going to be third place like, actually, yeah. which is your favorite number anyway. Right? So it is. and like I wish they got that, you know. But like, <laughs> because I want so much and like I don't know sex and everything. I love it. It's great. I love yeah. doing it. I love talking. But like, yeah. what what were we talking about? So again? what? So what's <laughs> Tell me what is boring for you. What's boring when you say I got bored? I think the, like, accessibility of sex, I think. It's too easy? Yeah, and not (laughs) promiscuity. Like, have at it. Have your cake, eat it. Sure, sure, sure. Gobble it down, baby. Yeah. But, like, it's just so... I don't even know what Tinder is. I've never been on it. I've Mm -hmm. never been on a Bumble. I've never You've never had a need for it? I I actually haven't. Yeah. Um, I do very well, like, going out to a space and it being very, like, sex in the city or 90s, where it's like, (laughs) oh, hi, how are you? I'm Blair. You're, like... Not a killer. Great. Like, <laughs> you're, you're not the internet killer. Like, I actually am engaging with you. You're a human in public space. Like, this is... Good for you, because people, like, people don't know how to do that anymore. It's fucking weird. Mm-hmm. It is so weird mm-hmm. to talk to people knowing that, like, they might come from, like, I'm I'm on the internet. Like, I am I'm a mortal on the internet. Yeah. Like, it's everything I've you're ever everywhere. done is there. So, like, to date through the internet, I know what it's like to present the best version of yourself even while being authentic about it <laughs> so I know when it comes to dating people are definitely going to judge it up big time and I don't care to sort through 140 characters I can barely write a tweet anymore mm-hmm. it's just 
I can't write in a little box about myself because it's not enough. It's mm-hmm. not enough. You gotta meet me. Because you it, gotta... And that's what I am first. Like, if you're gonna try and get with this, you gotta meet my friends. Make it last forever. <laughs> Twinship never ends. <laughs> no, but, like, you gotta get to know me and all my multiple personalities. Is that what that song's about? I th- oh, my God. <laughs> Silence! <laughs> I love it. We can go into this. We should start a podcast, the Spice Girls theory. Yeah, dissecting <gasps> this. Oh, it's like the Richard Simmons thing, but they're like not hiding. Yeah. They're like, please take us back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they're on Dancing with the Stars. They're everywhere. Yeah, they're yeah. everywhere, like herpes. Yeah. I love it. Herpes are everywhere, aren't they? It's not on me. Everyone has herpes now. Yeah. Oh, man. Damn it. Yeah, damn, damn, it. damn it. Everyone has herpes. I don't know how that happened. I know. Um... Okay, so you're not online dating, obviously. No, no. But I'm online looking. I love porn. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> Me too. And I love Me talking too. to guys, but like, or like. You, you know, know what? I like that too. I love an online, just an online flirt, yeah, sex, like the session. Other, the other night, I was talking to someone, and it was like, I'm like, they were like definitely very vague and. Like, really trying to make me say, oh, like, let's send pictures or something. I'm like, honestly, this is going on way too long. I'm so bored. Send me dick pics because I'm kind of horny, but I just don't want to have sex. Like, yeah. if you don't mind. If you don't mind. Because consent, with, right? With your like, consent. Yeah, yeah, with your with, consent, with, I would like to see your penis. Yeah. I mean, most people will send it unsolicited. So, I mean, yeah. I mean if you ask, I'm and sure they will send it. it. Because they're just, like, trying to show it off like a little fucking baby. Like, even though that's a weird example to it, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> but just, like, a fucking silly creature. Yeah. Like, don't be an animal. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm Keep it. put you in a hold it together. You shake your shit together and all yeah. around. Like, hold it together. Weird. Like, if, if it's, okay. It's silly. Like, I don't get why that's a thing. I don't get why. Sending the dick pic. Yeah, like, yeah. do porn. Why send it for free? Like, Yeah, you'll make some money off of it. I know, yeah. and people have shamed me. I'm like, I bet you have tons of, like, wiener pictures in your phone. Oh, yeah. And I bet you are sending those out to... Who paid you for what? Everyone. And how And how did you feel when they no longer responded to you? Yeah. Huh? How, how did you feel when every person you sent that to said, please do not do that? Yeah. How did <laughs> why you are, feel? How did you get my number? Yeah. Go do- on the internet, find a company, and find someone who will give it to the people who want to see it. <laughs> yeah. And will pay decent money for it. Like, and... That makes you dumb. Yeah. <laughs> and know, what right? I'm like, doing, yeah. monetizing my own my body and my, yeah, like. And my, my skills, my brain, my yeah. body, every aspect of I'm a fucking businesswoman, okay? I am it. <laughs> and I feel like I'm, I was around, I came into entertainment before it was solely based off of being an internet person. Like, mm. it was through the transition of just before Instagram came along. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm really excited to, like, really be human in those times in my life because I was really trying to find myself mm-hmm. and really, like, lock that down. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't know. The whole internet thing is, like, it's there, <laughs> but it, I don't even know what we were talking about about it because the internet scares me. It's so big. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I have time for it. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I like Instagram, though, because I like looking at pictures. Yeah. And, and I like lo- looking at mine. I like looking at yeah. your Instagram. Blair Rider X. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Blair Rider X is on Instagram. Uh, Aaron didn't remember, so I did for you. Okay, 
Okay, Blair, let's talk about some of the, uh, as we're wrapping it up here, let's talk about some of the events you have going on soon. What's going on in your life? Hey, so what's going on in my life is um, there's actually an an interview that's currently on television right now. Mm -hmm. Um, I shot with... um, Jerry RTV, which is the Rogers Television Cable Network. I'm oh, cable, my. Cable lady. Cable queen. Yep. Cable queen. <laughs> I was actually telling Jada Hudson when I was walking here, I'm like, I'm just going to be the media queen. I'm just going to make that a thing. <laughs> that's a, it's been a thing it's for It's a years, great title. I right? love it. So I have one that's currently on Rogers TV right now. So Barry and surrounding areas. Um, you can catch me on Jerry RTV. And we're talking about Barry Pride and my participation in it. Yes. That's on June 10th. Mm-hmm. Um... And I did some growing up in Barry, so it's nice to go back there and do that. Yes, yeah, so this is the bookends we were talking yeah, the about, right? Yeah, we were talking yep. about. I did some interviews there as well that are online soon. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Barry Pride on the 10th, so mm-hmm. if you're in Barry or can make it there, it's going to be a great like festival and float. I'll be the queen on the float. The yeah, queen? The, the main? Queen. Like, my, 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 I will be dancing up on there. I will yep. not be sitting In your down. throne, no. I will be having fun living. Heavenly Heights is going to be there. I think her name's yeah, Heavenly, I think. <laughs> um, Heavenly's going to be there. Um, Giselle Bardot, Baby Bell Bell's going to be there. Mm-hmm. And they'll be performing. So right. I'm really excited about that. Because like, there's some like showgirl queens. Yes. And then June 16th, I have Nerd Girl Burlesque. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and during my spot, during my performance, mm-hmm. uh, it'll be featuring Rhea Roulette. Who's a blessed performer? She's really oh, lovely. Yeah, I love her, and you would love her too. Mm-hmm. Um, then I have Fleek Show Three, which is the Pride the edition, 420. the four twenty drag cabaret burlesque included. A lot of variation performance types mm-hmm. uh, will be June twenty second. Mm-hmm. I. It, the dates will, the times will be online, and if not, I'll just get them to you because I totally forgot. <laughs> I totally forgot. I so, work way too much. <laughs> oh, and pretty can... dirty. Mm-hmm. June fifteenth is my DJ dance party at Baseline. Yes. So like, it's an environment that like cis normative LGBT everyone, everyone goes, and I've always been. It's my little oh shit! I told everyone now. It's my little spot that I'm blowing. <laughs> oh up. no, they know. Blowing it out of the oh, water. No. You're all invited June 15th, 10 p.m., Pretty Dirty, 70s, 90s, and 2000s. Yeah. With a dash of bitch track. A lot of bitch tracks. I am a fan. Great. Tell us where we can find you. Instagram on, we covered. On the back of a milk box. Um, you they're can, still looking for yeah, you. Yeah, they're still they're looking still for still me. looking for you. They're still looking for me. <laughs> Um, including kidnappers. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Blair Rider X. You can find me literally on the internet anywhere. So. <laughs> um, or you can find me at my shows, yeah, that are, they're becoming more consistent and like locking down certain venues like the Underground Cafe, which awesome is spot. amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Steady Hosted Stunt, and we'll be doing it again next month. Amazing. And I'm just going to keep this shit moving. Yes! Keep, keep that train choo-chewing. A-chewing. <laughs> Blair, thank you so much for coming and talking with me today. Will you come back? I love it again. I literally would love to. <laughs> I will confirm that now. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> so much fun this it show. has been my absolute pleasure everyone this has been Blair Ryder and I'm Erin Pym and this has been the Bedpost Podcast yes, yes it has check oh, check oh, back okay. <laughs> check back often everyone we release a new episode every Friday if you want to see Bedpost live the variety stage show runs at the Social Capital Theater the third Friday every month at 8 
Please visit us on Facebook at Bedpost Erotica or on Instagram at The Bedpost Sex Show or on our very new website, bedpost.ca. Lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Stephanie Copeland. She can be reached on her Facebook page or at our website, stephcopelandmusic.com. Yes.